action. Hello and welcome to episode 65 of The Average Critics, joined by Obi and Chris. Uh, we are the usual trio now. Um, not for long. Not for long. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk mainly about uh, TV today, um, and then by extension Netflix, which seems to be dominating our viewing habits, um, which probably says quite a lot about the state of TV at mm. uh, the moment of time anyway. But we're going to start off with some film news. So, uh, Obi, you've been researching the internet and... Um, yeah. You got some film news for us. So, what do you want to start with? Um, Bad Boys Three. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Finally, going to be a, a sequel. Excited? To... I am really excited because when did set two come out? Like two thousand and two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably around that time. So it's like Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Like those two films, I just thought they were really good and were quite underrated in like general. Oh really? Film. Yeah, like film history. Because I just I think because it was like. It was like action comedy before like action comedies were that popular. I okay. Think. So like, I just really enjoyed them and always think like, you know when like Rush Hour films come out and stuff like that and you're like, oh, they've been thinking of making another one. You always just want to hear it. So like, I've been hearing for years that they've been trying to make a Bad Boys 3 and they're finally going to do yeah. it. So I'm quite Is happy. it just going to be called Bad Boys 3? I have no idea. I, think, uh, I have no idea. What else? Bad Boys I, for Life? I know. Maybe. Will, Will Smith's like, not really been on the scene too much recently. I mean, Bright was probably, it's probably the most recent thing he's done in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, all I could think of is After Earth. But what's the other bloke been Suicide in? Suicide Squad. Oh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, he did um, Collateral Beauty. Oh, yeah. Martin Lawrence. I don't know what's Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence, he had a TV show for a bit. You know, um, Kelsey Grammer? Yeah. He and him, them two had a TV show in like 2013, 2014. Oh, right. For, for like, I think two seasons, I think. And then it got cancelled. Um, apart from that, I can't think of anything else that he's been in, to be honest. Not for mm. for a few years. For a couple of years. So you're looking forward to Bad Boys 3? I definitely I am. saw Bad Boys 1 and I literally I was like, bored. Really? Yeah, maybe I need to rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, you need to watch it again, mate. I haven't seen number one, I've seen number two. <laughs> you lot, man. <laughs> I like number two, it was very good. Okay, so this is a sequel that you guys do want. Um, there's a couple of sequels that maybe we don't. Um, so there's The Meg. <sighs> The Meg 2. It's because it did so well, though. That's the thing. It was shit. Mm. It, it was, was proper shit. Well, I, uh, I probably will go and see the second one, though. I don't know. Short, isn't it? Short and sweet. Well, yeah. Not so sweet. And you're still sitting there for like 90 minutes being bored. Mm. I don't know. I think they need. If they do it again, they need to. They need to make it a bit better, edgier, a bit grittier. Because mm. it, it was just like you, you'd cut away. You can tell that they were they're trimming it for like a PG-13. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing box office speaks, doesn't it? Mm. I feel like some studios just need to be like, it was successful, but are people really going to see it again? Because even with, you know... But if you think you can make money, then you're going to try and make money, aren't you? Of course. But then the sequels tend to have bigger budgets mm. and then tend to not be as good. Mm. And then therefore the money they Someone's do... Someone's got to break the trend. True. But they make less money, so therefore the profit margin is even smaller. So if anything, margin, if anything, the sequel should have either the same budget or a slightly smaller budget because you're not gonna you're gonna anticipate having a lower return. That's my. But anyway, what do I know? Um, what about the, the four part? <laughs> the Avatar four and five have now started filming. Filming. So two and three are done. Yeah. So they're coming when's, out. When's two coming out? Well, they're coming out in is it twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one? Oh, it's a far away. And then filming already. Fourth yeah, and fifth will be. 2024 and 2025. 
Christ, we'll be like, no we'll be over care. 30. Mm. I don't and care. The first one would have come up when we were what? 2009, so we were 16. 16. Man, he must be, he must really believe in it because if number two is crap. <laughs> do you know what? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I cannot imagine what the budget for these four films are. I'll watch I wouldn't be two. surprised if it was a billion. Oh, yeah. It'll be different. They're gonna make. Well, maybe I'll watch. I'll, the thing is, they probably, they probably will because the first one, like uh, the majority, but well, pretty much everyone in this room agrees that the first one wasn't great. Oh, good, man. Wasn't very good, I'm but it's so still made bored. two billion. Two billion, you know. So yeah, there must be loads mm, of people. To be fair, if, if the budget for them all is, you know, all four of them is a billion, they the still budget? got another billion profit. How mm. much was the pro- um two hundred and fifty million budget for the first one? Is that it? That's quite true. I think maybe it was more. I don't know. That's quite true. Well, if they're going to use, if they're using better technology now. Well, yeah. When they're making four I'll, films. I'll watch the second one, but if the second one's shit, I will not watch another one. No. Cause I think it's very, very ambitious and slightly um, arrogant of the studio to to make five. To, <laughs> they to, made them when they were like direct to DVD. Oh, <laughs> imagine! Oh, wow. Because like you know, even when Power Rangers were like, oh yeah, we're gonna make five films, yeah. and then the first one sucked. Hey. And then, oh, I don't even think they've greenlit a sequel yet, have they? Um, I don't know. Probably not. So, yeah, don't run before you can walk. It's mm. a bit hubris. Um, there's well, also... technically, they haven't had they, because they've already actioned the first one. And then they're like, now we're going to make two, three, four. Well, I think he always right. plans to make loads, but, yeah, I mean... I suppose you've got to believe in something. Might as well believe in the work you're doing. Yeah, true. Um, there's also going to be a Hitman's Bodyguard 2. Which, Who wants that? I don't know. The first one was alright. It was entertaining. But... It was okay at best. I can't imagine anybody wants a second one of that. And what storyline? Oh, like, I can't think of a... Of a le- I, I haven't watched the Meg, so I can't say it. But I can't, a fil- I can't think of a film that's come out recently that less needs a sequel than Hitman. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I like Five Runners and I like Samuel Jackson, so I'll probably go and watch it. But I could. it's one of them films that like... I'll come and do this podcast if we're still doing it by then and be like, meh. You've already given it a five out of ten. Yeah. Okay, five out of ten for Hitman's Bodyguard 2. Um, Talking to Ryan Reynolds, uh, I don't know if we've discussed this before, but they're re-releasing Deadpool 2 at Christmas time as a PG-13 cut. I think we have talked about that. Um, But apparently they filmed some extra stuff for it. Oh, yeah. Um, I just want to get your thoughts. I'm not going to answer it. No? No. I don't care enough. Um, yeah, me neither. Um, I'm, I might like watch these extra scenes individually just to see what they are. Like, if it's on like, YouTube or something. It's but such I'm not a great film, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not going to go and sit through the film again because I know it was, it's not a bad film, but I'm not, as you guys know, I'm not as high on it as quite a lot of other people are. Yeah. So. I just think, I don't know if, if a PG-13 cut of Deadpool 2 works. Works. And if it doesn't not kind of go against the whole ethos of Deadpool, which mm. is like... You know, we don't want to stop Deadpool from being violent and sweary, which was the entire reason why, like, the character was so kind of hated in X-Men Origins Wolverine, you know, because they couldn't do it properly. So now they were, that's the whole point of making it, like, R-rated, 15-rated, like, violent, swearing, blah, blah, blah. And now they're basically, yeah, making it a bit more palatable. It's got to make that kid's money, isn't it? Yeah, um, but also, if you're, if you're releasing Deadpool 2 as a PG-13, then surely you need to... People need to watch Deadpool one first, right? Because you're not gonna understand some of it. Um, I reckon you could watch the majority of Deadpool two and not really miss a beat. Okay. To be honest, I just I don't know if it's gonna work very well, but um, mm. I might watch it out of p- 
pure curiosity. Mm. Do you think they're doing it to test the water so then Disney can now fall, forward on for a Deadpool 3 without violence? I think I think it's possible. very possible. To be honest, I think it'll be the violence isn't the problem because they can just eliminate the blood. They can still make it like mm. same level of violence. It's just taking away blood will make it's it. Twi- yeah, it's the swearing and mm. stuff. Um, but uh, you know, maybe they'll take the mick out of the fact that they're doing it as a PG thirteen and make it even more meta. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. Mm. Uh, and then. The final bit of news, unless anyone else has got any more, is that so. Avengers 4 might be uh, in excess of three hours long. Would you sit through a three yes. hour? Yes. <laughs> well, give us some space for my knee. I'm good to go. Give me three, three hours. Your knee on ice. A couple drinks, you know, some popcorn, I'll be fine. Yeah, I would. I would. Because I thought that they were, they were saying that um, Infinity War might push three hours, but in mm. the end it was just over two and a half, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. they cut a bit out, didn't they? Yeah. Um... I would like to see a full level, like, I would like to see the film with all the shit they cut out as well. Like, the full length for Infinity War. I don't know how long that would be, but... I don't think there was many deleted scenes on the DVD. Uh, if you buy it on Amazon, there's like bonus features. I don't know what it is, though. Mm. Okay. I bought mine for Amazon. Did you? Yeah. What, Amazon Prime? Yeah. Well, Amazon. I don't know, Prime. Yeah, I mean, their streaming service. Oh, they right. Have, oh, okay. bonus content. Oh. If you buy it on their streaming service. And same with Black Panther. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know what it is, though. I didn't read into it, but, yeah. I want to know when we're going to get the trailer and the title. Mm. Soon, I think. Because it's, you know, already November. Yeah. So the last film's called Infinity War, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Oh, fuck knows. <laughs> what? <laughs> fuck knows. I, I don't know, know what I was thinking. Where are you going? I don't know. <laughs> you say Infinity Gauntlet, but that's... Chris, Chris is very tired. Yeah. It was his birthday yesterday. <laughs> slightly hanging. I was saying I reckon we'll get a trailer or a title before the end of the year, I think. Probably. It comes out in what, March? April. April. April, so end of yeah, April. They're going to have to release a trailer at some point soon. Yeah. When's the uh, Spider-Man to Spider-Verse thing coming out? December, I think. Is it? Oh, I didn't realise it was that long. I thought it was like mid- in summer No, this December. What, Spider-Man? Into the Spider-Man. Oh, sorry, I thought you, I thought you were saying Far From no, Home. No, Homecoming, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry. whatever it's called, Far From Home. Oh, yeah, sorry. It'll be yeah. like... It'd be, pretty, it'd be pretty cool if they had, in, within that film, like Spider-Man going to the cinema and then him watching the trailer of the Infinity War and we get to watch it through oh his eyes. That would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> uh, or if right at the end they have a bit of Venom too, like that in yeah. Venom they had Spider-Man oh, to the Spider-Verse. Uh, have we spoken about the Falcon and... Winter Soldier. Yeah, TV no. series that might be well, no. which should get the green light on it. I think it's in discussion. I don't yeah. know if it's, oh. I think as a, I think as a writer for it actually, but I don't know if it's actually. So they're gonna do part of Disney streaming service, a Falcon and Winter Soldier, like yeah, team up, like team joint, up joint thing. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? It's about interesting. That? It could be interesting because you could see well in Civil War they didn't really like each other, so I think it could make for an interesting. Obviously, I don't know how it's progressed from Civil War to Infinity War, but it could make for an well. interesting dynamic in the. Now the White Wolf, isn't he? Who? And yeah, and again, it's like, where does this fit in with the chronology? Like, is it before? Or is it's it? It's got to be after. Because oh. I, I think because therefore implies that neither of Captain America. Yeah, true, <laughs> true, that's, true. That's actually true. But because yeah. you think like, so Civil War, they didn't like each other, whatever, whatever, and then the end of Civil War, Bucky goes to Thingy Majiggy, mm. goes to Wakanda. Wakanda, and he's in a slumber till the end of Black Panther. So unless it's between Black Panther and Infinity War, then I'm pretty sure it's got to be after Infinity War. 
because not really any time for them to hang out. <laughs> really true. Yeah. True. Yeah, I find these announcements odd because you're basically saying all these characters are going to come back along. Yeah, and also like if it was bef- if if Infinity War hadn't come out or these shows had come out before Infinity War, then I'd well be well up for it because mm. like you know the, I'm sure Falcon and Winter Soldier go on missions for Shield without kind of. Captain America, so I would I would watch program that program, but now Infinity Wars just changed the game, so you're just like, yeah, I don't really, mm. I don't know, mm. um, but again we'll see. You know they are minor characters, yeah. um, at least better than getting their own film. Um, Definitely, yeah, I wouldn't mind if it's as long as it's not like a like better long. Like if it's like eight episodes or something, I'll be like yes, so otherwise, mm. well, I still need to watch Daredevil and Bloody Iron Fist. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting through Daredevil. Oh. Um, oh, also Hobbs and Shaw, that's finished, isn't it? Filming, or they just started filming it. Okay, so it's I the think Fast finished. and Furious spin-off. Mm. Blimey, it's got Shaw's sister in it. Okay, who's playing Shaw's sister? Do you know? I can't remember for the life of me. Which one, Shaw? Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah. Mm. pretty sure he's in it. it. Wouldn't make sense otherwise. I don't know. Again, like fine. Do we do we need it? Probably not. <laughs> Um, Fast and Furious 8 was not as good as Fast and Furious 7 which it's a billion dollar franchise isn't it so yeah I mean they all make a lot of money fair enough can't imagine Vin Diesel was very happy about it but um, why? well because he's supposed to be the star of the franchise mm, when you've got now, Dwayne Johnson Dwayne... on board who's willing to work 24 hours a day to do every other thing on earth yeah you just got to have him really. you got to do it yeah mm. yeah well again we'll see maybe 2019 will be a, a better year for film than 2018 has been um, Hopefully, I think if we we end if we do our review of the year, yeah, I think we should. Too. But, yeah, Ish. I mean, I can't. I can barely think of like ten films that have come out this year that I've enjoyed. But um, I just need to go through like the releases and, mm. and see. But yeah, well, free billboard was free billboards this year. No, yeah, yeah. for the early UK, this, it was. early this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. Again, I think we said it at the time. I don't think the Oscars like contenders were particularly. No. A standout as the year before, because the year before you had like Moonlight, you had Hidden Figures, you had um, and it's Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, Hacksaw Ridge. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I liked it, but still, it's a big film. Yeah. Whereas this year it was what it was like, the post and yeah, uh, post was Free good Bible. though. Eh, it's good, but it's not not what's Oscar not best worthy, picture yeah. Oscar worthy in my opinion anyway. And in Shape of Water won, and that was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, Shape of Water. Wow. That was so strange. Yeah, I can see oh, why that one. Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, go on. I was saying my sister. This is just because I think thinking of Oscar films. My sister watched um, A Star Is Born the other day and she said she was crying for 20 minutes afterwards. <laughs> 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 I was just like, like urging her to go watch it because she loves like that sort of musical stuff. Yeah. And yeah, she was like, oh, thanks for recommending it. She was saying she was going to either see that or... Or... Shit. Or First Man. The First Man? Is that yeah. the one? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, definitely go see A Star Is Born instead of... First Man. Not that yeah. First Man's bad, but... It's like it's testament that Star is Born has been more popular because First Man is already not in the cinema where we are anymore. It's weird, isn't it? Um, and I haven't got a chance to see it. Mm. But uh, I guess I'll wait for the DVD. Mm. Um, cool, so let's move on to the main body, which is just going to be TV. Apart from, I want to talk about Bohemian Rhapsody, get the film out of the way. Um, so you saw it, you yeah. haven't seen it, have you? Oh. But yeah, so I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, which again, like I uh, was reviewing last week, uh, is a biopic about the band Queen and more kind of, more so about Freddie Mercury, who was their lead singer. Um, so it follows the the band from the initial uh, meeting of Freddie and the rest of the band um, when 
their previous Queen lead singer, when they were known as Smile, quit, and then Freddie Mercury was like, oh, I can sing, and uh, he writes songs, and, and then, yeah, the rest is history. Um, I feel like this film was average. Um, I thought the, the kind of rock set pieces, like the musical set pieces, were good. Um, it detracted from it a bit from me that you can tell that Remy Malik isn't singing. Um, it's like dubbed, um, which I guess is understandable because Freddie Mercury is such a unique voice. Mm. But I think with something like A Star Is Born or La La Land, like the the actual authenticity of those actors singing, and even though you you know Ryan Gosling isn't the best singer, mm. the fact that you can tell they're singing makes it for me a lot more. A lot better, authentic, realistic. Mm. Um, and so I don't... Maybe I'm being a bit unfair to the film and Remy Malek, but... I think you are. But, you know... Just for that, that singing bit, yeah, I think you yeah. are. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Live Aid bit was what was very oh, was good. Really good yeah. that, was, that was good. But I kind of feel like it was a bit paint by numbers with the songs. So they're kind of... You'd have these random um, scenes where... The inspiration for a song would would be you know would come and um, I don't know how again how true some of these were when you know you've got he would just tap like or something and then you're like okay this is we were rocky or you know yeah. um, and by the end of the film I was thinking oh I haven't heard we're the champions yet or this film or uh, this song sorry and then they'd kind of just start singing it or they play it over the credits so it's kind of like shit what what song haven't we mm. put in yet um and it didn't feel like for me like it transitioned very well between every every kind of musical set piece um the bits about freddie mercury's life uh his kind of battle with drugs his acceptance of his homosexuality um they were kind of like that mentioned but they didn't really delve too deep I think that's partly to do with the film. I think only being a twelve. Yeah. I think if it was if it was a fifteen, I reckon they would have done a bit more. Yes. Done a bit, gone, dug a bit deeper into that. I think. But um, so it was originally going to be um, Sasha Baron Cohen mm. wanted to do the film, and he wanted to make it like a warts and all kind of look at Freddie Mercury, mm. um, and apparently Brian May and Roger Taylor, I think his name is, yeah. the two members of the band, yeah. uh, they're producing on the film, and they were like, no, we don't want that. Mm. They basically sanitized it. Um, a little bit um, and they also play about with the the timeline of things so um, Freddie tells the rest of the band that he has AIDS in uh, just before the Live Aid concert which is in 1985 but in actual fact he wasn't diagnosed with it until 1987 um, why did they do that? dramatic effect dramatic. Oh. but so I wanted to pose a question like for things that are based on real life mm. like how important is it that they stick to timelines for key facts key events I would prefer it to be what it is but I suppose if it lends itself to the drama of the film I don't mind because like you said the way they did it it was like he was like oh shit I'm dying sort of thing so like Live Aid's like kind of like my last chance to mm. reunite with the band so then they had that final like concert and then after that you obviously well the way I saw the film I thought oh, okay so shortly after that he died sort of thing, but he, only, he died like six years later or something like that. Yeah. So this wasn't like immediately after. So I think if it's not like, so like him, them doing the concert and then him saying he um, has AIDS, I don't think caused a dramatic shift in in storytelling, if that makes sense. 
So, yeah. I, so for things like that, I don't mind. Obviously, if there's like massive like just gaps in mm. you know in 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 history that they that people just miss out. Like, I'm trying to think like even for example like Straight Outta Compton, where like the way you you see the film, it was like only like Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, and uh, Easy E who kind of started it, but they for like after the film came out, like the other members of, of and they were like the fucking basically forgot yeah, about that yeah. sort of thing. So stuff like that. I think which is cut bit maybe a bit more crucial to the story could be put in, but whereas this this thing with like the AIDS and stuff like that, I don't think it was like. But then uh, if you're like so, it can it can be a double edged sword because a lot of people watching Bohemian Rhapsody would probably would have grown up with Queen and know yeah. Freddie Mercury's story, so yeah. they might be watching this being like, "What well, fuck? This didn't happen." Yeah. Like that didn't happen like that. Or also, like reverse for someone like me who doesn't know much about Freddie Mercury's life. Mm. I might now think, if I don't read up on it, like, oh, okay, so he, he found out and still played the concert even though he just told his bandmates. You know, it, I'm sure that's not a, a massive deal, but I guess for, for bigger things, like, I don't know, if they started messing around with, like, World War Two timelines or something mm. for dramatic effect, that might be a bit of a bigger issue. Mm. Um, I don't think it was too big a deal. I didn't tell you, actually. Oh, I told Chris the other day, but... Sorry. I didn't say it on the podcast. They actually had to stop the... Pause the film. When when I watched it, why? Because someone someone was making bear noise and people started shouting at her. She, they, were, they were like telling her to leave and stuff, and she wouldn't leave. Just like her and her mate, I think she was drunk, and she was just they were talking bear loud, like and they was like they were trying to whisper, but like they were like whispering like, oh, do you have that? like it was really oh, okay. loud. So people were like, shut, like, shut the fuck up, sort of thing, and, like go home and stuff like that. And they were like, no, she's like, no, fuck off. And, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so God. they had to pause the film. The manager had to come in and kick her out. <laughs> they, she left the room. So it like <laughs> It was probably funny. And then um, the thing is the because we missed like it was fairly. You know the bit where um, it's the bit where uh, Freddie's like in his house. Basically, he's like alone. And he's like calling everyone up saying, "Come to my house." And they were like, "No." It was like around that that area. So it was like, quite an emotional part of the story. So and they were like, "Oh yeah, should we? Re- do you want us to rewind it?" The manager asked, and everyone was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And they were like, "Okay, cool." They left the fucking thing. Didn't rewind it. Just kept playing. <laughs> so yeah. Uh. Okay. Anyway, sorry, I also thought like some of the film was very on the nose. So you got like the the band, um, the the head of EMI, who's like, no one's gonna listen to Queen. Mm. No, you know Queen will be nothing. Mm. And it's kind of like he's looking at the camera, being like, hey, mm. you know. And it was again, it was a bit. Why is it called Queen? Any reason? What the band? Yeah. Uh, I think they it do. Was they, there was a it brief was a line. Reason, I, was. I think it was just to show that they're like out there and yeah. bold and like. He, he like yeah, cause he like wrote it out on like a bit of paper, like a, like a logo thing. Come on, he he said why why? It was something something like like something some, like cover. Yeah, on. I thought Remy Malek, you know, the acting was alright, but, really but yeah, I mean, the film as a whole was maybe like a six okay. for me. Yeah. Six. Well, let's talk about um, some Netflix TV. Uh, other you know, TV is available, but it seems like we've been dominated by Netflix recently. Um, so we mentioned Daredevil earlier. Obi, do you want to talk us through the first four episodes of season three? Yeah. Um, so like we all know Matt Murdock is alive. <gasps> what? <laughs> but obviously like there's people think, some people think he's dead. Karen is, thinks he's, she, he's alive. Why does Karen think he's alive? Why is Karen even in it? I don't know. She's so nosy, man. Ben, oh, she's, a, she's a journalist to be fair. Ben True, it's her job, isn't it? <laughs> um, so yeah, he's like in a convent or in, whatever it's called, nunnery, whatever it's called. Convent, yeah. Um, and like getting patched up in that. And he's basically like, he's basically like lost his connection with God and he's 
kind of trying to trying to kind of kill himself, but like not in like a conventional sense. He's basically just going out and trying to uh, do his vigilante thing, but at the same time, he doesn't give a shit if he lives or does. Okay. So he's kind a bit of bit ni- nihilistic. Yeah, he's getting a bit reckless. So, which I which I kind of understand because he's he's at the point now where he's like like Matt Murdock is dead. Like I'm only I'm only dead or like I'm broken. Blah 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 blah. Where's Electra? She dead. Um, she hasn't she hasn't been seen so far in the first four episodes. So I'm assuming she's dead, but she's probably not. Um, and then um, fuck, what's the thing? Yeah, so like Wilson Fisk is in prison, um, and he. Uh, he's trying to protect, protect Vanessa because obviously, like he's like the, she's like the only person that like, he loves. Um, but the police are saying that well, yeah, we're going to go after her unless you give us some information on these other gangs. So he agrees to do that in exchange for her safety. And there's this other geezer called Poindexter, <laughs> and he's like, there's something wrong with him. You can you know there's something wrong with him, but I don't quite know yet. So like. Um, Wilson Fisk is getting transferred to like some private facility and whatnot, and then it gets attacked. The car gets attacked by some Albanians, and the Albanians kill like loads of the FBI and whatnot. And then this Poindexter geezer just comes out and just starts fucking killing all of them. And then the, there was two of them were like, "Yeah, we yeah we surrender." And he just shot both of them in the head, <laughs> and then he like goes has to go like, to a psychiatrist or something. And um, he's saying like how he um, alleviates stresses like oh he's got this girlfriend and he like. Um, we have dinner every night, like Tuesday's pizza night. I get this pizza, she gets this pizza, blah blah. And then at the end of the episode, he's like sitting in the car watching, watching this woman. <laughs> he's watching this woman who I'm assuming is the woman he's talking about go to a pizza shop, and she's just eating his pizza, and he's just like watching people not eating pizza <laughs> as well. So he's yeah, so he's a bit, he's a bit fucked, I think. So but I'm not sure like what he's gonna get up to. I'm assuming he's if you've seen the trailer, I'm assuming he's the guy who starts dressing up as Daredevil. Um, oh, okay. I don't know the geezer's name. You sure he's not um, Bullseye? I think he is, yeah, but in the trailer, there's uh, someone else who dresses up as Daredevil and says, I'm Daredevil, so I'm assuming that's him, oh, okay. rather than Matt Murdock. Um, so it's, it's interesting so far? I'm interested, yeah, um, I think so. Um, apparently, I think episode eight or something like that is really, really good, I've heard. There was one scene in episode in this episode, the last episode that I watched, where he was... Yeah, at the police station, and he—it's kind of like you know his his hallway fight sort of thing. It was kind of like that, and that was pretty cool. Cause like, does he do his own stunts? Charlie, what's his? Face? I can't imagine he does, but I don't know. Fair enough. But if he do, if he does, it's really impressive. Obviously, if he doesn't, you know, whatever. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And also, the nun in uh, who's looking after him, she's hot. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, what about Maniac? You Maniac's watched... weird. Four um, episodes in. I watched four episodes. Okay, so like, I asked you. I'm so confused as to what the fuck this is because I was, I was like to you, so is it set in the 1980s? Because that's what it seems by the way it's like filmed and stuff. Or is it like in the future? Because one of these like, like, um, like sci-fi yeah. kind of eras, like, you know, just one of these um, so it's like it, neo-New York yeah, sort of thing. It seems, like a fil- it seems like a film that was made in 1980 something and it's saying this is the future yeah. sort of thing. Because like, there's no like, mobile phones... Like the TVs are all still like they've got fat backs and that, but there's like they've got those little things that pick up rubbish and yeah. like they've got these ad this ad things which I'd like to hear more about. I don't know if they go in, into any more of that by the end of the series. Not really. No, but the ad thing I seem seems pretty interested. Like, What's the thing that her dad buy ads and that? I've no idea. Oh, uh, he's a, it's it's got quite a funny name, isn't it? But um, 
Isn't it called? Like, yeah, he's in like a weird kind of contraption yeah. that he just mm. stays in. Yeah, so I have no idea what the hell that is. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not like I'm interested. I just don't. Really, I just don't really know what the fuck's going on, to be honest. Yeah, I think that will pretty much stay for the rest of yeah. the show. Fair enough. Like I, I, I carried on with it out of pure curiosity, and by the end of it, I was like, still don't know what went on. Yeah. But like the world building itself is really interesting, and mm. I would like to have seen much more of that. But mm. so much of the drama, um, is focused in the lab mm. or in mm. the kind of dreams that they have through taking these pills. Mm. Yeah, it's like the ad buddies interesting, like the. Yeah, just the whole kind of retro, but neo-retro yeah. feel and of even, it. it was weird. Even there was one woman she was chatting after she'd um, eaten the uh, the tablet for the first time. And she said, oh yeah, this reminded me, um, what happened was XYZ happened to my husband. It was uh, 1999 or something like that. I was thinking, okay, so what fucking year are we in? Like, I was so confused. I was literally thinking, I was so, I was so yeah. confused. And it, it strikes me as a sort of thing where, obviously it'd be kind of hard to do it, but I think it'd be more... Um, I think it was better as a film. Really, yeah. I think it was better as a film, just because of the, like, mostly because like the way it's shot and like the, the I'm assuming I've only seen the first their first like um, delve into another world sort of thing. I've only seen the first one. So when they're married, Bruce and whatever the fuck her name is, Lily. Or, is that when he's got the really he's horrible got, like, the mullet? The mullet, yeah. Mm, yeah. So like, is this where they go into the shop? Yeah. Get yeah, the the ferret. Yeah. No, the lemur. Sorry. Um, lemur. No ferret. You're right. No, I think it's... Things are lemur. Um, it's weird, yeah, I can't remember. You used to watch all of it, then? I've watched that episode differently. I woke oh. up when I watched it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it, I think it would definitely be better as a film, because I think you can just... You can shorten down those those stories, I think, to a, probably about 10, 15 minutes, because I thought yeah. there was a lot of shit that was happening that was kind of like, fucking, come on, hurry up, sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I reckon it'd be a, it would have been a decent film. Obviously, I haven't watched the rest of it yet, so I don't know how it turns out, but... I did kind of when I finished watching it, I was like, "What was the point of that entire series?" Yeah. You know, it was really weird. Mm. Um, and also, there's one episode, like, because I don't know if I, I have a mild obsession with with ratings. Mm. I know, but when it came up with like rated eighteen, I was like, "Really?" Like the first like six, seven episodes, I was like, "This could be a fifteen or a 12. And then mm. there's one episode, and it was so gory, and I was like, "Wow, okay, fair enough." But it just kind of came right out the blue. Like yeah, it was it was odd, but um, carry on watching it and let us know what you think when yeah. you finish it. Um, well, we're going to talk about Sabrina. Mm. So the is it Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? It's kind of like a modern retelling of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, mm. um, although kind of not the not not exactly how you'd remember it. Um, so we've got Sabrina who lives in Greendale, mm-hmm. which. Yeah, I'm watching it. Oh, okay. Have you? No, I haven't started it yet. Oh. Go on. We won't go too... No, it's all right. I'm going to go for it. So, I guess Greendale is near to Riverdale, because they mentioned it at one point. Yeah. Um, and it's very, like, teen high school, kind mm-hmm. of, you know, the sort of stuff Obi loves. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also, you know, it's violent. Mm-hmm. There's kind of, like, scary moments in it, mm-hmm. which I wasn't quite expecting. So, yeah. it is more of, like, a... It's a lot darker than I was expecting. Yeah, it is like a kind of light horror series. Mm. Not in the same way that Haunting of the Hill House was a horror series, but um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Mm. So I've watched four episodes. It's basically four. Mm-hmm. I thought I was on episode six, and you said you. No, that's episode five, and that's the one I forgot to. Um, so Sabrina Spellman is half witch, half human. Yep. 
Uh, and she, the first episode is all about her turning 16. So she's having a dark baptism. So she needs to sign her name in the Book of the Beast and dedicate her soul to the devil, but to give up her mortal life. But she's... She doesn't want to because she's got lots of mortal friends. She's got a boyfriend and she loves him. And she doesn't want to give is him the up. boyfriend still Harvey Kinkle? Yes. Yeah. Um, I like Harvey. Have you seen him now? Oh, did you ever watch the TV, the Sabrina Teenage Witch? Yeah. I think you seen a picture of Harvey now? Yeah. He looks fucking terrible. Got the camera really. Um, so, I think it was, what was it? Um, if you sign your book in the Book of the Devil, or whatever it's called, you get powers, more, your powers increase and you yeah. can live for... You, yeah, you basically your ageing slows down. Yeah, and then she gets to go to the school of magical arts or something. Mm. Um, yeah, so basically, uh, it follows her trials. So that's him in the show. Yeah, that's him now. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> follows her her struggles that's him in the show. with being a that's half him. witch. Um, <laughs> How times have changed, though. <laughs> the tensions between her her being a mortal and also a witch, uh, and then you kind of. There's interactions with her aunts. One of her aunts uh, is a bitch. One of them isn't so much. Yeah, Zelda and Hilda, and then she's got a cousin Ambrose, who's housebound. Um, was Ambrose in? The, was the cousin Ambrose in the TV series? Oh, I can remember. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, I mean, what do you think of it so far? Four episodes in. Um, not really sure how I feel about it. It's a bit. The story's not great. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I'm not really uh, as invested as I thought I could be. Um, like it's just frustrating because you don't know really why they want her to sign her name. And um, I think I think there's a there's an interesting kind of mystery about like what her parent, how her parents died, and like what her father was actually up to because it kind of seems to be people being like a bit kind of secretive about, oh yeah, he he was, you know, he's a high priest, but, you know, married a, a mortal, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. I don't know. I think it is a bit kind of, bit teeny. It's mm. fine. It's, it's not, it's neither like a teen drama, and it's neither like a horror. Mm. It's trying to be a blend. And for me, I'm not sure how that works. Um, but it's trying to be very progressive. So, like, Sabrina uh, creates this, like, feminist kind of group in her school. Um, and they're, like, stopping one of her friends from being bullied. And you've got Ambrose, it's like a gay character. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's progressive in that sense. But I don't know. It's it's just one of those, like, meh. I'm, I'm happy to keep watching it. But I think each episode's, like, an hour long. And it's far too long. Mm. Like, they should be, like, 40 minutes, maybe. Um, I think there's, yeah. it's just too much. And also, I don't know if you've noticed, but the way that the camera that they use, most of this time, there's like a blur, yeah, a circular what is that about blur it? around. Why? I really don't know what the point is. It's like, so you it see, really you fucks have me off. You have Sabrina in the center, and she's in focus, and then everything yeah. else around her yeah. is like completely out of focus. Mm. And I thought it was the TV at first. I was like, oh my god, the TV's fucked. But no, I watched it on another TV, and I was like, it's really annoying mm. because it doesn't. It kind of gives this weird, like, eerie um, effect, but they use it so much that I'm just kind of annoyed by it yeah, now. Yeah, it's off-putting, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. It's, yeah. it's fine. I, I do have a bit of a... Um, 
was going to say. Oh yeah, I find Ambrose's side story probably a bit more interesting than Sabrina's. So like he's trying to investigate like the death of that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they think there's a witch hunter, but uh, but that there's only like two minutes per episode dedicated to that bit, and so yeah, I'll keep watching it. But yeah, I don't know. How does it compare to like Riverdale? Is it the same style? Yeah, pretty much. But you enjoy Riverdale. Mm. No, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I, season one I was into, season two I haven't really invested my time in, and season three I haven't even started watching. Okay. Are they in season three or four? Three. three. You like Riverdale though, don't you? Yeah, it's all right. Are you going to watch Sabrina? I'll go get, I'll give it a go, yeah, I'll watch three episodes. Give it a three episode test. See three episode test. Yeah. Fair oh, God, I'm not sure it will survive that. <laughs> <laughs> it's only in ten episodes, isn't it? Yes, but they so. commissioned it for two series, so oh. this one's known as part one. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'll try. I'll try and give it a go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also I find some sometimes, like I think they the they linger on a scene for just slightly too long. Mm. Like so, for example, we'd have had a conversation and then Chris leaves the room and normally you just cut, but then you you know it just lingers for like an extra thirty seconds mm. on that person sitting at the table, mm. or looking in the mirror or something, and I'm just like, it's just odd. Mm. Mm. You know, maybe that's intentional. Maybe there's a whole era of like effect of unease they're trying to make but I'm just getting frustrated by it mm. and it's also set in like a timeless area so all the cars everything's like very 70s but then he works out a laptop or an iPhone or something so you don't really know like when it's set mm. I don't know it's, kind it's... Of like, that's kind of like Riverdale though I think oh is it yeah I think so so there's no like they, they, they never well, say Riverdale they have like the trucks and all the stuff like that don't they they don't have really sporty cars and stuff but they have all the phones and everything I think that's just more to do with the town they're in yeah. than the actual because like, it's not like LA or anything like, it's like a mid it's like a middle middle America sort of right. town so I think that's probably oh. just the sort of cars they drive around there okay yeah I mean I, I will carry on watching it mm. um, but I'm not massively invested in it at the moment um also finished watching The Haunting of Hill House, which was Netflix horror, which I was talking about last week. So I think I'd seen maybe six or seven last week. Six, seven episodes. Last week. Yeah. So now I've finished all ten. Um, and it, yeah, it's one of the better series I've seen in a long time. Mm. Um, again, like I said last week, each episode has maybe like two or three or four moments of horror, but the rest is like family drama. And that kind of carries on right to the end. Um there's like a, you know, which is kind of rare in TV now, but there's, series one concludes with a satisfying conclusion. Like, all the loose ends are tied up. Like, they don't end on the cliffhanger. You know, it's not like, oh, you've got to wait till next series to find out. It's like, this is done. The Crane family story is done. Um, and I thought it was very satisfying. Like, so the mysteries, the the family dramas, the way that it's all portrayed, like the acting is very good. The story was very strong. Um, and also the directors said that uh, if you rewatch the episodes, like he's put like ghosts in the background of a lot of shots um, that you don't really notice. Um, oh. So he's saying like if you rewatch it, like again, don't focus on the people that are talking in the foreground. Kind of look at the background; and they'll be like sp- seen spooky. I did notice a so there's like a statues, um, and I thought I saw some of their heads turn at some points, but I wasn't. I thought maybe I was just like making it up but then I, that was one of the parts of it but I haven't noticed all of them oh, okay. um, but yeah I just thought it was really really strong um, the way they do the horrors is good again like it's not just jump scares like you've got um, it's more just like so one of the characters is this really tall man with like a hat and a cane 
Um, and he just, it's just, he'll just, and he floats and he just like appears. Like he'll just like cross the, the behind someone or something. And it's not like, boom. Mm. It's just like unsettling. You're like, oh, that guy. And he's just, again, they're not like, this guy's not malevolent. He's not there to hurt them. It's just like odd. So yeah, I would recommend it to anybody. Um, even if you're not massively into horror, I would, it's a good family drama. Um, lots of likable characters mm. and uh yeah i really hope they turn it into some sort of anthology so that, you know they can focus on different families living in that house or something um yeah really enjoyed it good stuff thoroughly recommend so we've got titans and cw let's go on to the superhero theme as we always mm. tend to these aren't on netflix not yet, anyway. Titans it will be. Did you know, sorry, when we were in America, I noticed that all the CW shows are on Netflix in America. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I don't know what the, so maybe like internationally, Netflix don't have the rights to it or something like, because they're on Sky here. So maybe. Oh, are they? Yeah. Because okay. in Germany, Black- it's, like, it's like when I went to Germany, they yeah. had the 100 in Germany, but when we were in England, they didn't. Mm. Oh, okay. But you can download it in another country. <laughs> Oh right, so you can it. change your VPN. No, no. If you go, to, well, yeah. If you get, yeah. If you did a VPN changer, then you're sweet. But, but like, yeah. So I think Chris was saying that like, if you're, so if he's in Germany, he could download the episode and he could watch it when he's here. But once, uh, once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, once it's yeah. expired on your thing, you can't re-download it. Actually, before you talk about the CW shows and that, um, I was looking into Hulu a bit more, mm-hmm. um, and it's it seems to be owned by quite a few different networks. So like. There was, like, Fox had, like, 30%. Disney had 30%. Um, I think, like, someone else, one another big American network or someone okay. else had, like, the other 40%. So I don't know how that will work because now, now Disney own Fox. They've got a, the majority portion, but I still don't think they own all of Hulu. Mm. So I wonder if, you know, they'll put their more um, adult-oriented content onto... I think that's what they are planning to do, yeah. That's what I read on Wikipedia the other day. That they were planning to put all, like, the uh, adult-rated stuff onto the onto who. But then, I don't, you know, I don't think it'll be exclusively Disney or Fox, mm. which I don't know if that'll be an issue for, for Disney. Unless they just try and buy the rest mm. the rest of it. I don't know, that'd probably be a smart move. But yeah, tell us about CW and Titans. Um, yeah, the... Where are we at? So I watched Supergirl this week and it was actually really good. Oh, really? Yeah, but, but, but the problem with it is because is Supergirl wasn't in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was... So, so like some... The, the villains of this season, they like released some sort of like kryptonite uh, thing into the air. So like contaminated the air of kryptonite. So Supergirl was like basically like in a coma for like the whole episode. Oh, okay. So like the episode does like a... Um, an origin story for the for the villain who's like the agent of I think he's the agent of liberty. And basically, it starts off as this guy who's like a professor. He's really like um, uh, like liberal, open, da da da. And like his dad, but his dad is really like conservative. And they so like they're doing this kind of storyline where in Supergirl where like um so like xenophobia sort of thing, but against aliens. Right. There's like sorry, got something wrong. Because there's like aliens and stuff in on Earth, and they're just like living, but they're kind of being treated like illegal immigrants. Sort okay. Of thing. Yeah. So, um, in this in this flashback, I think they start off like two years prior, and then they go gradually up until present day, and um, yeah. So this guy um, starts off as like a professor and like trying to teach his son to be like tolerant and stuff like that. But then his dad's like really like like fuck these aliens and you know it calls them roaches and stuff like that. Blah blah blah. 
Oh, and yeah, and oh. so and his dad like owns like a um, a st- I think it's like a steel factory or something like that, and they're talking about like this new steel called like nth nth steel or something like that, which is like made by aliens or something, and how he's putting his dad's factory out of business basically. So his dad's pissed off. All his workers are pissed off, and they go and try and storm this new alien factory to try and like attack people there. Sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> well, this thing that there's aliens obviously they're there. They're getting out of the truck and they're like like. Like, we're just trying to work sort of thing. Like, we're not trying to hurt anyone. We're just trying to make, earn a living, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then they're about to attack him. This, this, the son gets in the way. And he's like, guys, stop trying to get the workers to back off. And then the alien accidentally shoots her. Because I think they throw something at him. So he's like, one of his defence mechanisms, some like thing like, shoots out of his arm and gets the geezer in the uh, in the chest. So he's like, ugh. So yeah. So that's that. <laughs> so that's the, No. Oh, this guy's the villain. So he's, so, like, he's alive and present there. Um... Oh, so the kid this, becomes the villain in the end. No, <laughs> oh. this is this is this is the guy. So the guy here is the villain. He's got a kid, but the kid's not involved in anything. He's got a dad as well. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, he's her, and then um, he sees Supergirl, um, arrive with the FBI or something like that, and he's kind of like going to his mind like, why is Supergirl working for the FBI? Like government conspiracy. Duh, 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 duh. So then he like um, is like there's like a seed being planted in his brain now. So then it moves on to like. I think six months after that and they kind of um uh mix it in with the end of season I think season two of Supergirl where basically like um there was these alien race that were trying to take over the earth, blah 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 blah. And it's really funny because um the the guy like that like there's aliens attacking the earth and everything and the guy like gets his family and um takes them out to outside like yeah we're gonna get in the truck, we're gonna leave because this isn't safe anymore. And then as they're leaving, Martian Manhug Martian Manhunter comes down and he's, as he's like fighting some alien, crashes into the house, into their house, and like oh, be, beats up like, this alien guy, <laughs> picks him up, and is like to the family, like, you're safe now, and it just flies away. Meanwhile, the house is just fucked up and it's on fire and shit, <laughs> and I was cracking up. It was more funny. So, yeah, so, so this guy's like, lost his home now, and um, his dad's like, Did losing. they not fix it for him? Well, I guess not. Wow. So, yeah, he's lost his home. The, um, the dad's like losing work losing work at the factory blah 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 and then it goes he's so now he's like majorly pissed off so now he's just like can't you can see he's kind of becoming less and less tolerant of aliens so he's like a university professor so like in his lectures he's like basically preaching hate now and there's aliens in his lectures and they're like they're like what the fuck sort of thing so they just get up and walk out and then he gets a complaint from the dean and the dean fires him and then he goes he's pissed off so he goes to who he thinks has ratted him out and just starts screaming at him like you fucking roach da 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 stuff like that and then Supergirl comes in knocks him out <laughs> and then he then so now he's just fully turned into like like a hate preacher basically now and he gets recruited by some people who have like resources and stuff like that to actually like try and like eradicate aliens and stuff like yeah. that so then it just shows him like Jeez, kind of becoming like, the, yeah. it, so yeah so he's just like he's just f- fucked off now and then they intertwine it with the end of season 3 of Supergirl um, where the world was basically ending or something like that and his dad's factory gets destroyed and his dad was in the factory at the time being destroyed and like his dad gets like the building like collapses on his dad and kills him so now okay. he's just like yeah fuck aliens so now he's just going around killing aliens and shit and he's like agent of liberty, I think. Thinks okay, but he's human. He is human. Okay. Yeah, so that's pretty interesting. I actually agree. I really enjoyed the episode, but I was thinking like it's a bit weird that Supergirl wasn't in it at all. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. <laughs> but yeah, I think the reason she's in it because she was the the actress Melissa Benoist. She was like filming Broadway or something like that. So I uh, think this episode and the next episode, she's not going to be in either of them. 
Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'll probably enjoy next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was good. You're um, not keeping up with it, are you, Chris? No. No? no. Chris isn't a Supergirl fan. No. no. But you watch the others? <laughs> no, you've lost interest so in those as well. I, I, I need to catch up with... I, I want to catch up with Flash. I do want to invest some time in Arrow, but I think I need to seriously concentrate on Arrow. Flash, I think you can be a bit more... It's a bit more light-hearted, I think, Flash. But mm. Arrow is one you need to concentrate on. Then tomorrow, Obi doesn't sell it to me ever when it, when he's talking about it, so I don't think I'm going to invest my time in it. I've got to catch up with Supernatural as well. A lot. Huh? A lot. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe Obi can fill you in. Huh? Are you going to inspire um, him to watch Legends of Tomorrow? Legends of Tomorrow, uh, what happened on the second episode? Oh, so <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow, they did like um, this thing where they go back to like, the Salem Witch Trials and um, uh, it's like they're, out, they're going back, they don't want to alter the history of like the outbreak of like, you know, um, people believing as witches and stuff like that, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And there's this little girl who's like got this, um, they're like, oh yeah, there's a demon who's possessed her sort of thing. So like, we have to find out who the demon is. It turns out the demon is like a fairy, a fairy godmother. Oh, God. so, <laughs> but she sounds so lame. But she's like, <laughs> she's like evil and stuff. And she was like, it's probably funny because she was like complaining about hu- it's like humans, like they're saying like they're so um selfish, blah blah blah. She was like, oh, why would you want a glass slipper and stuff like that? And obviously talking about like oh, Cinderella so and stuff like that. Lame. It was quite funny. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, it's kind of lame. But um, yeah, that story, that story was decent. I think they're just they're just doing like like mythical or magical creature of the week sort of thing. They just don't give a fuck, do they? Yeah, they literally, they literally don't give a shit. It's, it's quite funny, though. Oh, talk, talking of the Salem Witch Trial, actually, you know um, a satanic group are trying to sue Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Really? Yeah. Why? For the um, the image of um, the devil they have. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, did they create this image of the devil? I don't know, maybe. But I think so. Mm. But I didn't read too much into it. Cause, anyway, Karen, you're Salem Witch Trial. Fairy godmother... Yeah, so they're just doing, like, you know, it's like a villain of the week sort of thing that they're doing right now, which I don't mind. Um, and there's one funny character called Gary, and he's just a fucking idiot, and it's quite hilarious. What, as part of the team? Yeah, so kind of part of the team, but not really. Yeah, um, yeah so that's that. Um, the Arrow is... Arrow's still in prison. I think before episodes in now, I'm quite surprised they've done it this long, which I'm enjoying, to be honest. So he's kind of like... Is he actually Arrow? What do you mean? In prison. How can he be Arrow in prison? I don't know, he can sneak out... Do his arrow bit and then come back in. No, he's in like a maximum security prison. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so like, there's um, this guy in prison called I think his name is Bricks, played by Vinnie Jones actually. Oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, he's trying. Arrow's trying to get him to tell him what um, who's attacking his uh, wife and his kid because or or how he's getting this information sort of thing. So he's just like doing deeds for this guy basically so he can get the information but he's literally just like doing like cat and mouse sort of thing he's never actually giving him the information mm. and he's like yeah you need to go to um, level two to get the information you want but you only like the serious serious like um, offenders go to oh, in level two so then I was like oh fuck this then he just punches out a few guards stabs one in the shoulder and he's like fuck it send me to level two and so, so he's at level two now so I'll find out what, what that's about next week um, and all the shit there's that the arrow story I'm really interested in like because I like I'm enjoying this whole prison aspect of him like trying to do what he needs to do but then everything else outside of it I think it's kind of boring to be honest because like the rest of his team the rest of his team need him sort of thing so it kind of shows how much he carries the show 
So like, if they were like, so there's rumours that Stephen Amell, who plays Arrow, does like will might stop after this season. Oh really? Yeah. So I was thinking like, if he's not in anymore, I don't know if I'll even bloody watch it. Cause, right. Because <laughs> honestly, like the side story, the A, the B and C story, that's just that's not very good, in my opinion. And uh, Flash, um, Barry Nice's daughter is a bit of a bitch. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Clips of that. Yeah. yeah. She's really, she's really horrible to, um, to oh, Iris. Yeah. Um, I mean, in her eyes, it's with, with, it's with good reason, I won't say, because it might be something you want to watch later. Is it to do with the tracker inside her that reduces her? Something that Iris put inside her? Yeah, something like that. Mm. Something like that. Um, have, you, have you watched it or what? what you... No, no, I just saw a clip on YouTube. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, um, she's been really bitchy and stuff. And she actually, she's, like, having all disputes and stuff. And then there's this villain called um, Cicada... I think I said last week he's like um, basically trying to kill all metahumans and stuff like that but he's like they everyone believed that he was like human he was just someone who was trying to kill metahumans but now they've um, they've figured out that um, there's not just people who have been turned into metahumans now there's like technology that's been turned into like meta technology so he's got Blimey. this like dagger thing that he uses to fucking uh, take people's powers and stuff like that then also now um, you can see in the last episode he's got like super strength now so I think they're trying to make it so he's like a formidable match for the Flash and da 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 instead of just them just taking away his dagger sort of thing do you think he'll be the villain for the whole series yeah probably probably um, and yeah there wasn't really a lot happening in Flash this week apart from that there was this one villain um, this girl who um, she had like some sort of magical phone and she could um, cre- she was like a journalist and she could like create her own headlines and it, and she used it to like hypnotise people so, like, for example, uh, one of the... He- the, the Flash and um, Excess, they're two speedsters, they were saving some people from, like, a burning building. And she uh, put this headline on the screen saying, um, the Flash spotted in Las Vegas, and the Flash sees it, and and he just hypnotises and just starts running to Las Vegas. Oh. Yeah, so, to, so she's using it to try and create her own um, disaster so she can then report on it, so she can get some more hits on her blog and stuff like that. So that's kind of interesting, I guess. And you find out that Nora's gay, because um, she fancies the uh, this girl. So yeah, wasn't too bad. Okay. Mm. And then Black Lightning and Titans? Black Lightning, um Fuck what happened to Black Lightning? Jefferson and Anissa butt heads because Jefferson finds out about her whole like Robin Hood thing, like stealing from the rich to open up like connects and shit and he they like start arguing and he kicks her out of the house. Uh but they reconcile by the end of the episode, so it's not too bad. Um they say to Jennifer, like because she can't control her powers, so they're like, yeah, you can't go to school because it's too dangerous for you. So she's really pissed off, so now she's going into... She's, like, now um, gone back to um, her old boyfriend, who was evil at the end Khalil. of the season. Khalil, that's it, sorry. So, yeah, so she's meeting up with him now, so I imagine she's going to get up to some sort of mischief. Is he evil still? Yeah, he is, yeah. Um, Tobias Well got him... on pur- Purposely got himself caught um, by the police um, so they could charging with the murder of um, Jefferson's dad because he knew he destroyed all the evidence so he knew that if they caught him charged him and then were like shit we can't even arrest him they let him go so that kind of like um, helps his reputation because I think he needs to, he wants to like run for office now or something like that so he's trying to like boost his profile sort of thing okay and um, there's all these pod kids as well um, who are like um, hooked on green light or whatever and they're just like in these pods and there's this like mad scientist woman who's like killing them and shit and yeah she thinks they're all going to die anyway, so she just wants to experiment on them, <laughs> which is kind of strange. Um, what else? 
that's pretty much it for Black Lightning and Titans. So all the Titans have met up now, and they're all in uh, like a little car heading to somewhere. Do they have like a, a glory shot like they did in the Avengers? No, they don't. You know, they no. don't. It's kind of disappointing. I actually, oh. I, I kind of wanted one. They didn't. They didn't give us one. But um, so Beast Boy meets up with um, Raven, and then they go to Beast Boy's uh, where he like lives and stuff, and meet like the Doom Patrol, and. Um, you kind of get a little bit of their backstories and stuff like that. It was mostly set in like their house. Meanwhile, um, Dick Grayson and um, Starfire are looking out looking for Raven, and um, the guy in the Doom Patrol's house. He want, I think they call him the Chief or something. He wants to experiment on her, but then she turns into like Raven, Raven, and she's just like fucking shit up, breaks the geese's back, and then yeah, they all just like they arrive at the house and they're like, yeah, we're leaving, and they get in the car and fuck off. <laughs> so what out of all of those? Which one are you enjoying the most? Uh, what, overall? Yes. Uh, probably Titans, but only because it's the newest one. Okay. Because the other ones, there's a bit of fatigue there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying them at the minute, but it probably will get, especially with like Legends, where it'll get to a point where I'm like, fuck this, this is fucking Yeah, stupid. I mean, <laughs> that's a lot of time that you dedicate to watching yeah. these shows. Yeah. And, you know, if they're not good, then yeah. don't bother, man. Life's too short. Mm. I do want to watch Titans. I'll watch it when it comes out on Netflix, I think. Yeah, same. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I'm just watching Sabrina. I need to watch Daredevil. It's just so much stuff I can't keep up. Mm. What, you know, you said that you found time to... Cards. Oh yeah, House of Cards, I forgot about what? that. What? It's come out? Yeah. Friday. That, oh. that was really like no fanfare whatsoever, mm. was it? You know, it wasn't even like on the, 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 the trending thing on Netflix. I didn't even get Netflix. an email from, from Netflix saying it was on. <laughs> no. Normally you just get an email. Oh, so. it makes they sense. literally... On Facebook someone was saying, oh this is how Frank Underwood died. And I was like, I was like, how do you know that? I reckon like Netflix are probably like, yeah, this. they probably don't have high expectations mm. for this series. They probably just... Yeah, but still pump it, innit? Push it forward. I they, they don't, probably don't want to spend money on it, do they? I don't want people rewatching Titan with him in. Yeah, but you've rewatched Blue Mountain State. Yeah. So uh, yeah, why last, and how is this it? This last week of this last week I've, I've given my, I've had a lot of time after work and so I put it on in the background to just watch it casually because I think it's absolutely hilarious and um, my boss at work was saying to me just finished watching it and I was like Do you know what? I'm gonna rewatch it and oh my gosh Alex Moran Fad Castle. Hilarious! What a duo. Um, I it's a shame it stopped, really, um, but it's only because the so so Fad Castle, who's the I don't know what position he plays, I can't remember. But he he's like a year older than or two years older than Alex Moran, who I'd say Alex Moran's the main character in it. So obviously Fad goes off at the end of it to become professional and Alex Moran still carries on. But yeah, it's really funny. Lots of good episodes, a few drag on, but then you've got like um, Alex's best mate called Sammy who's so stupidly funny. He writes the show, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And then I I finished it by watching the movie as well, which is better the second time watching it, I must admit, Mm. but it's not great. The only bit I probably laughed at in the movie was when I think they were on like drugs or something like that and they thought they were like having sex, sex or whatever and, yeah. and then in real life they're just monging out. And yeah. like, I thought that was pretty hilarious. Yeah. I, like that... the, I like the ending as well because um, basically the whole premise of the of the movie is that the goat house is where they all... Have you watched it before? No. Uh, so they when they have parties and stuff which they do like every day it's at the goat house and that's where Fad Castle li- lives and sleeps and everything and now Alex Moran's captain 
he gets to live there, but the dean wants to get rid of the goat house. Right. So Alex Moran has gone to Fag Castle, who's just signed pro contract because he was first on the draft. Draft, and Fad's like, okay, yeah. Uh, he's like, if you, if you set up Fadland, which is like a big festival kind of carnival thing, then I will buy the goat house. And yeah, he he. So they met this big festival thing with like Ferris wheels, with loads of drugs, like loads of girls, loads of yeah, all sorts. And um, then you find out um, Fad Fad then bans Alex Moran from the house because it's he's like it's all about you, it's never about anyone else, even though the whole thing was about Fad. <laughs> and then uh, Alex Moran comes back, like he demands to have the house back, and then. Fad tells him that he's actually lost his fifty million pound contract because when he got the money, he started buying all his stuff and he bought a zoo. And he in the zoo he had a rhino, and the rhino hit him in the stomach and injured him, so he lost his pro contract. So Fad actually was like gonna have this big day and then possibly like kill himself. So then Alex is like, no, let's do it this way. And then so basically they blow up the goat house. Everyone thinks Fad's dead. And then the end of the film, Fad's on the beach drinking mojitos in disguise. <laughs> and that's the ending of it, pretty much. But they could have carried on. But I think the chemistry with Fad and Alex Moran, you, you kind of need that, I think. Okay. Um, but it still holds up then, you know. Yeah, there's funny bits in it. Um, so, like, the mojito bit at the end. Um, obviously, the bit that I think Obi said about the drugs. Uh, what's the other bit? There was another funny bit. There's weird bits as well, like Sammy, Alex's best mate, gets fucked by a goat in it. God. Um, Sounds a bit like American Pie. I put American Pie in the sense of like, you know, teen sex comedies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's very, yeah, yeah, it's very centralised around drugs, alcohol, sex. Not too much sport, but there's always like a snippet of like how they did at the end of the last game and then. Or, or something like that. Like, so they're like, oh, yeah, we won. Or, and the coach's like, yeah, we only won by one point, kind of okay. shit like that. Um, yeah, there's a few funny episodes as well. Like, um, Fag Castle gets, like, concussion. And they're like, we can't say the C word. Like, because obviously he gets taken, he gets sidelined for the game. And, like, they have to do, they get the, the doctor in and they're like, oh, you've got to do a memory test. So they give them a memory test at the beginning of when they start. And Fad only remembered two things anyway. So he only had to get better than two. And he ends up only getting one. And, um, yeah, they, so they put it to one side and then, like, Fad writes stuff on himself to remember. And, like, all the team were writing stuff on him so that he would do stuff for him. But, yeah, that was quite a good episode. Yeah, it's funny. I'd definitely I'd say you should watch it, give it a go. How long were each episode? 20, 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, short, I think. Short. Yeah. Oh, mm. cool. Just like this episode of the podcast, it seems. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we haven't watched too much recently. Um, but there's a few films coming out over the next week which I want to see. Um, Overlord, which is a Nazi zombie film. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. I remember I watched the trailer for it and I think, oh, okay, this looks alright. And all the zombies come on. I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, it looks terrible. Oh, okay. you're going to screen on scene tomorrow, aren't you? Uh, I can't actually make it anymore. Wow. Oh, but, um, Give it to Chris. I've given it to my brother. Wow. Um, oh, you've got a thing anyway, haven't you? Yeah, I do. So you can go. Uh, yeah, so you're going to see Screen Unseen. I'm going to watch Overlord, Widows, and we'll try and watch Slaughterhouse Rules. Um, I also want to try and fit in 
the hate you give if they're still showing it. Mm. Um, yeah, so hopefully by next week we'll have a few more things to, to discuss. Um, I'll carry on watching Sabrina and, and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah? yeah? Anything cool. else anyone wants to mention? Uh, a tight one hour? No. No? Cool. No. All right. Well, short, uh, short and sweet, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Well, tune in next time. Uh, thanks for listening. Peace.